Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stand by in five, four, three, two... Hello and welcome to Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Carolyn Hall. And I'm Sierra Starks. That lovely voice you just heard counting us into show was Crystal Clark, producer at KSBW-TV on the Central Coast of California. In this episode, we talk about Carolyn's life after TV news, skills she didn't know the business would give her, and why every woman should be open to learning something new. Okay, today's episode actually came from a listener. She gave us this topic to talk about, and it's timely because... It just so happens to be sometime around Carolyn's one-year anniversary uh, for your soft retirement out of the business, yeah? (laughs) Soft retirement, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I did not think of that. That was producer Jess's, uh, I stole that from her. Yeah, well, and there are so many good things to steal from her, too. True. (laughs) And speaking of Jess, we should not overlook the fact that Jess's... um, soft retirement from TV news or maybe from news was uh, a year ago today right. as of this recording. Um, yeah, and that was January 31st. Today's the 31st, so it's been a year for Jess. Yeah. And my soft retirement uh, came two days later, which is February 2nd, so it'll be a year on Friday that I left TV news. Right. So that's what today we're going to talk about. Folks who, um, or life after TV news. Yeah. Um, and I'll just, I'm a little salty about it, this whole life after TV news, because Carolyn and Jess left me at KTVA in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> about, I, yeah. No, you knew it was happening though. So they left me about the same time, uh, what, two days apart. <laughs> there in that newsroom all by myself not only did they leave me but they threw this like joint going away party right it was like oh carolyn and jess are leaving ktva let's have a joint going away party and invite sierra because she's thrilled about it so and then (laughs) and that's why i just want to throw this out there now that it's been a year later that's why I brought you guys bad wine. Wine I didn't want. I, I showed up. <laughs> but you know what, Jess? I don't, or Sierra, I don't know the difference. I don't know the difference between Jess wine does. And <laughs> <laughs> Jess definitely does. I do not. <laughs> okay. And Jess is over here nodding her head like, yep, that was some badass wine. <laughs> Nice job, Sierra. Uh, mission, inco- mission accomplished. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but it is it is a really, really big topic because I know a lot of people sort of 
think about it, right? A lot of people think about it and don't do it. A lot of people think like, should I leave TV news um, and don't do it? I know, Carolyn, you had some apprehensions about leaving the business, but you didn't think that it would be possible to leave TV news and come back, right? Yeah, I... And that's why I struggled so much with, oh my gosh, am I not going to be in this anymore? Because I firmly felt at the time, and I still have a very strong belief on this topic, that once I left TV news, like that was the end of it and I would not return. And so much of that has to do with the ethics of the situation, because depending on what that next position is that you land or the organization that you work on, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're painted with a different color of the palette. And it's like, well, what does that color palette mean for future potential stories? And and, and so, I yeah, I, I struggled with it for quite a, a long, long time because I feel strongly about journalism. And yeah, I it was <laughs> it was quite a journey trying to figure out what the hell I was doing. I got it. And so unbeknownst to me, you had sort of a conversation with Jess about that. Can you like let me in to that a little bit? Can I can I be part of the conversation? (laughs) (laughs) So Jess is Jess believes that it is possible to leave journalism and return and that based on those experiences, when someone leaves journalism, they become a stronger stronger storyteller and they become a stronger and more experienced person in general. And so that when they do return to the news scene, they have a wider breadth of experiences that really informs their reporting. And I absolutely can understand that and I agree with that. And And I think that can work for some people but I think for a number of others that that's just not possible okay and you mean you mean that for like if you're if you're headed into something like politics or something that's gonna shape your worldview drastically yeah yeah and it doesn't even have to be politics it can be like a right-leaning or a left-leaning policy think tank or it can be an advocacy group XYZ, it's like once that label is kind of put on you, it's like, well, you know, what does that mean for your reporting if you end up getting back into news? And I think you really need to have a very, very strong sense of ethics and to be, you know, very well policed with your with your image and how people perceive you to be in order to really return to the journalism landscape and be taken seriously and to be known as someone who's not going to be biased and someone who is going to be, you know, a trusted resource for the community. Because if you're going out there and you're working for, you know, a left wing or right wing, God knows what, whatever the case might be, people are going to develop preconceived notions of you when it comes to, um, I guess, like your future reporting. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't want to leave the business, you know, get involved in, in something that might, that might shape your future journalism practices. 
be you know become known for that in the stint that you were gone and then all of a sudden you know come back to the business and and have that sort of I don't want to call it a scarlet letter but have that follow you around then right and and I think that there is a difference between you know developing an expertise in a certain area versus becoming a polarizing figure and so let's say Let's say you go into an area that kind of develops your skills as an aviation expert. Then all of a sudden, when it like, let's say you fall back into reporting and journalism, all of a sudden you have this breadth of knowledge that really strengthens your reporting. And it's like, oh, okay, you are an aviation expert. And and I mean, especially in Alaska, where like many, many things have to do with aviation, um, it's, you know, that can really help you. But I think depending on the circumstance of when you do leave journalism, you know, you really got to weigh these things like, do you have the intent of going back in? Is that something that you're really passionate about? Or are you ready to break away completely? I mean, I think there's a whole, there, there's a lot to think about, a whole spectrum of things to consider when it comes to leaving the industry and thinking that there is a chance that you might return. Yeah, it's like, it's a weighty decision and it's something that shouldn't be just, just done on a whim. Yeah, yeah. And, and for you, it, for you, it wasn't something that was, I know for sure that it wasn't something that was done on a whim. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, I struggled with it for so long. And it's, you know, part of it is like the psychology of, you know, the generation that I grew up, grew up in and that, you know, a lot of our peers grew up in where it's like, you go to school and you go to school and you get a bachelor's degree and that is what you are meant to do for life and curse you if there is any other avenue. And and so having kind of this umbrella perception of what is expected of me versus what I felt I might be better suited for, I, I really, really struggled with that. And I really, really, really struggled in newsrooms when it came to... Um, I guess, uh, my perception of the way that stories could be done better or my perception of the way that, um, coverage could be covered better, like more comprehensive and more in depth. And because my position was as a photojournalist and we touched upon this, you know, in the episode where why Carolyn hates the word photog, um, I I really felt underutilized and at the time there was not a lot of room for growth for me at the station that I was at when I left TV news and so it really was the best decision that I could have made which was leaving and just following I guess my intellectual path which was really feeling starved by the time that I left and you went back to <laughs> I know. I never, ever, ever would have thought that I would have done that. Because I remember telling people on a number of occasions, oh, hell no. I'm never going back to school. I can't. I'm not going to do that shit. Hell no. Like, who would want to do that? And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? I need to do something. My brain is starved for attention. 
It's like, oh, God. Okay, well, I guess I'm just, well, here we go. This is, you know, an area that I've always been interested in. And so why not just start exploring it? And thankfully, I had the support from my husband, Scott. And he was willing to, like, go along with my crazy shenanigans. And, yeah, it was good. And so I'm back in school. I'm in grad school. That's where we're at. Yeah, girl. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. What's something maybe you've learned over the past year that you didn't think of? I would say um, we are very quick at moving under deadline and like like responding quickly under deadline. Uh, we're good writers. We're good listeners. We're really good at action because, uh, and that falls under the category of deadline where it's like you're given a task and you're like, boom, I got to take care of that shit, like ASAP. And you're like focused, you're driven, and it's like, boom, you're getting that shit done. Um, it's just, I know it's like these intangible things and really like the human connection that you develop as a journalist and being able to communicate with people one-on-one. I mean, those are soft skills that a lot of people don't true. have. True, true, true. And this is, so that's not the first time I've heard that. I, um, I was talking to somebody here in California who used to be a news director here. She also be used to be on air. So she was on air, then became a news director, um, and then decided to get out of the business and now works in sort of like the PR department for um, a hospital. And she was saying she's like thriving in this sort of new sector because she just works so well under deadlines. So especially when she first started, she was sort of looked at as like the rock star in the department because everybody was like, how are you getting all of your tasks done so fast? (laughs) Right. Yes. It's like, it's like you're like a superwoman. It's like, uh, how else would I operate? (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, so fast and so accurately and uh, under all this pressure and you just seem to be handling it all so well. Like, (laughs) right, right. And I think, and so she and I like really started uh, just having a discussion because she was asking me, you know, uh, you know, once you leave here, because I, you know, I told her this was temporary for me she was like or just this location is temporary for me she's like well what's what's next for you and I'm like I don't you know but it's uh, listen listen girl who knows so (laughs) so um so you know she was like well a lot of the skills that you learn as a journalist she's like you know I've been I've I did that for a long time and I've been doing this for a long time she's like those skills are very 
transferable and you just you you wouldn't think it but just like you said you you make human you you're a people person automatically right like (laughs) because you're just you're so used to just talking to people and a lot of people just aren't right like you're automatically the customer service expert (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's very true absolutely and it's so yeah it just anyway it just got me it just got me thinking of that so that's interesting yeah it's definitely uh a thing (laughs) for sure and you wouldn't know that otherwise not being in it so carolyn you had your own apprehensions about leaving the business which got me thinking of like why other women um leave the business and i i would have my own reasons like if I were to leave the business of why they would be um I know tons of other women who have left um and you know what their reasons have been um I can name a few uh you know like your priorities change right a lot of women start families and then all of a sudden your priorities automatically shift and it's like I'd rather, you know, work a stable nine to five and, um, you know, the deadline, the deadline life is just not going to cut it. You know what I mean? And for, for me, I feel like I'm always conscious now being, um, being a military wife, um, thinking to myself, like, will, will this be a viable option for me down the road? You know what I mean? Um, I think my I think my husband's always like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, we'll we'll make it work. And, you know, it'll it'll be a thing. But, you know, but Carolyn, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm always thinking to myself, like, you know, like down the line, like, will this be something that's that's a viable thing where I'm like, you know, hey, if I if I want to get into management, um, I don't know, a couple years from now. I can't do that if I'm steady moving from gig to gig to gig to gig. Like you got to be at a station for, you know, a number of years to like, you know, build up that rapport at a station. So it's all, it's all very interesting. It is, but I think you'd also, you know, because you're so smart and because you are so interested in continuing education, I think there are opportunities to you that you might not realize that you can take advantage of when making that transition from staff person into management. I mean, I think that's absolutely a thing. When it comes to the priorities, gosh, that is something that I think a lot of people struggle with because they care so passionately about the business and so they suffer through or they enjoy working the long hours, the holidays, being on call, the overtime and all of that. Um, but I think at a certain point in your life, depending on your circumstances and the order that you get and just kind of where you're, you're at with your personal priorities, yeah, I absolutely think that a lot of people opt to move on from television news and I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's you know it's a personal preference it's whatever one person chooses is like what works best for them and there's nothing wrong with that you know I mean like I've moved on and oh my gosh do I love not being on call (laughs) and do I love being like being surprised every time there's a holiday and I'm like oh my gosh 
I don't, I, I don't have to work today. <laughs> I don't know what that's, I'm like, this is all new. I'm like, I feel like I should be somewhere right now, but it's really, really strange. And I feel like I'm discovering a whole other side of me. And it's a side of me that I didn't know existed before. And it's one that I'm totally stoked about exploring and just kind of seeing like, well, what else does life have to offer me? Because I know that there is a lot out there. And so I guess that's kind of like the handoff that I am experiencing. Whereas before being in journalism, it was, you know, I'm able to experience all of these um, life moments through other people. And True. through other through other people, like on their Christmas or on their Thanksgiving or at their moment of great sorrow or at their moment of great joy. And so here I am. I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm like, I get to experience this for myself. And it, it's 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 really it's I don't know if existential is the right word, but it is it's different. And it's it's been a learning experience. And I'm, I wouldn't change a thing. Coming up, we continue our discussion of life after TV news and how there's always time to learn. Okay, so you know how I'm always bragging on my friends in their high places. Uh, the way you're, that you're laughing, I'm not so sure. <laughs> no, you're not embracing it. Like, I wanted you to. Carolyn, you just got elected uh, VP of NPPA. I did. Yeah. Gosh, that news is, yeah, it's very fresh. It is very recent. It is very Soak new. it in, girl. I I am. <laughs> it's, I'm, Yes. I am very honored and I'm very thankful that the board selected me to be the vice president of the NPPA. And I'm looking forward to doing whatever it is that I can to help serve the membership. 100%. Okay. And this is sort of like you kind of transitioning out of your soft retirement. Yeah. Like I can, I can be like, oh, Carolyn's like sort of, you know, like she's sort of in the business now. Yeah. She's like my, she's like my journalist friend. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, so um, I, for those of you who don't know, I have been an NPPA member since uh, the early to mid 2000s. I don't remember the exact date, um, but the NPPA has long shaped my career in significant ways. And I am very, I'm just glad to be a part of the organization as a way to give back to the organization that has offered me so many opportunities that have really enhanced um, my career and given me um, a leg up on other candidates when applying for jobs and just kind of being a part of the conversation. And so, um, yeah, at this point right now, my um, grad school um, work is about public administration and my analysis is on um, policy analysis my area my area of em- emphasis is on policy analysis and so I have spoken with my advisor at the university um, just to see what she thinks about me you know encountering this role and based on 
my policy work in my graduate degree program, like how can I benefit the MPPA further in a more significant way than, hey, I'm a photojournalist and this is what I have to offer. But at least now at this point, it's like, hey, I'm a former photojournalist. I care deeply about journalism and storytelling in the First Amendment, and I'm developing this skill set of policy analysis and public administration and running nonprofits. What can I do to help the MPPA further? And so there, it's definitely, um, you know, I, I absolutely believe that the MPPA will benefit from my experiences, my educational experiences, and I absolutely believe that you know my education will also benefit and it's it's so it's it's a good partnership i think and um my my support for the mppa has never wavered and i care deeply about the organization and so i'm just hoping that i can continue to give back and to hopefully inspire others to give back too because it's we are a community together and if we don't have each other you know what do we have there are so many things that are working against us at this point that we re- it's so important. I believe it is so important for us to stick together and to combine our skills in order to, you know, create the most, um, I guess, unwavering, like, stronghold of First Amendment photojournalism possible for our generation. Well, I could not think of a better person to, uh, to represent MPPA in that capacity, my dear. Oh, Sierra, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. It's, I'm, I, I really appreciate your kind words because I know that you wouldn't be seeing it if you didn't mean it. Oh, girl, listen. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't, I don't say shit. I don't give don't compliments mean. out like candy, okay? So. <laughs> no, you don't. You have high standards, and that's what I love about you. It's like, yes, let's keep that standard high. Let's hold ourselves accountable. Let's just, let's, let's fight the good fight because it is worth fighting for. Sierra, I know that you have cared long, long about continuing education, and I am so proud of you to know, and and you are part of my inspiration for going back to school, is that you have your master's degree, and you're like, you're already on top of your shit, and you're like, you got the shit down, you know, you have your bachelor's, you have your master's, um... Is there anything else you might want to share with the podcast audience? <laughs> and even myself okay. and Jessica, because we're oh, on pins and needles. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, so there are some new developments. Like, okay, if you know me, you know, like, I just, I want a, I want a PhD. And it's not just because um, I just, I want you guys to call me like Dr. Sierra. That's not oh, it. I want I, to do that. I totally want to do that. <laughs> listen, I'm so excited. No, but I, I, I love learning. Like I've just, I grew up um, uh, in school, right? Like my mom was like getting her master's like while I was growing up. So I like remember going to class with her and that's just been the foundation for my life. So I just love going to school. I know it's not for everybody, but that's just, just always, that's just who I've been. So I'm just itching to go back. Um, but I have to go back at the right time and I'm not really a fan of, um, 
I, I know I want to sit in a classroom, so I know it has to be in the right place. So it can't be while I'm here in California. And so anyway, here is here is my news. Um, and so I've been while I've been <laughs> while I've been figuring out like where it's going to be. I also realized that I have to pay for this, right? Like we all know how it is. Like you you got to you got to figure out how you're going to pay for school. Um and and so I'm going to brag on my husband for a little bit. Um he oh, has I know <laughs> but he's awesome. He yeah, he is. He has um he's transferred his GI bill to me. <gasps> so I will wherever it is, and it sort of frees up where I'll go to school as well. Um, so wherever I wow. choose to go and get my doctorate, I will basically go there for free, and um, he'll wow. owe another. I know he'll he'll owe another four years to the army. So, um, wow! So I know. Thank you, Preston Roy. I I truly appreciate you and uh, your dedication to my education. I. I I'm sort of indebted to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, not really, because we're married, but whatever. Um. <laughs> Sierra! Oh my gosh. Uh, you had me, I'm like, so close to tears, and then you see something oh. like that, and I start laughing my ass off. I knew, I feel like I, 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 felt like I could like hear you almost crying, so I was like, nope, gonna, gonna end that. <laughs> but that's sort of, no, but that's sort of like, it, um, I'm, I'm really, 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 really grateful, because i was when I entered this whole military marriage thing I was um that was an an apprehension right because I was like how am I going to like apply for grants and figure out scholarships and all that stuff I don't even know like where I'm going next you know what I mean so uh this sort of takes the pressure off of that and I'm truly excited because now I can like just focus on exactly what I want to get my um my my JD, I would start my JD. God, I'm not going to law school. Get my, get my doctorate degree in. So, <laughs> yay! Oh, wow, that is so sweet. Yeah, that is wonderful, yeah. wonderful news. I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and but that just go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, oh, Preston, you're like, <laughs> you're amazing. You're such a doll. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> looking after Super Sierra and like helping her out. I don't. I'm that. Just that was very kind and generous. And, it was. It was. Oh. It was. But that's just a push to all the women out there who, who feel like I, I know. Like we think as women, we always feel like we have. We don't. We don't have enough time to do anything. But you always have enough time to learn, right? Yep. Um, You're gonna be open and, for it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And honestly, um, even if it's just, I don't know, taking classes through Pointer, I can think of um, times at KTVA when we'd be like on on Pointer's website, like taking classes or um, I've always wanted to just go down the street to CSUMB and just pop in for a class on something I'm interested in. Um uh, I just did what did I I just did a story the other day about um white sharks and it made me want to just go take a class on um like marine biology honestly like get out of here you know what I mean like we just have um all these tools at our disposal and I think it makes us better reporters if we just dive into the things that we're interested in um and that opens the doors wide open to sweep stories to investigative series 
to stories that nobody is thinking about right now, you know, um, and, and then, you know, you're looked at in a different light in your newsroom because you're coming up with these ideas and everybody's like, where, you know, where are you getting your topics? And you're like, I'm just constantly learning. You know, that information is just constantly flowing. So I think that's something I always try to do. It's just, I just, I try to keep learning. February. Free gifts coming to a newsroom near you. If you were still in a newsroom, Carolyn, I'd send some free stuff your way, but you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But you can still send some to my home address and I will distribute accordingly. I know a lot of the journalists here are still in Alaska. That is true. No, so we are, we, you do know journalists. We are sending we're sending if you guys haven't seen i know uh, some folks have been posting uh their little free swag on social media but we are sending out our little uh women on deadline mini cards uh to newsrooms across the country and um i don't know so far i feel like we've hit i want to say like 10 newsrooms maybe but anyway uh so if you want some free cards just hit us up women on deadline at gmail.com and send us your station address and we'll send you some cards they're super cute That'll do it for us on Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. Thanks again to Crystal Clark at KSBW-TV for counting us in and out of show. I'm Carolyn Hall. And I'm Sierra Stark. And our producer is Jessica Stugelmeyer. Thanks for listening. Be great, girl. Be great. Out in five, four, three, two, one. Nice job, ladies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.